Chapter 40, The Creator of Happiness The drive for success doesn't have to follow the pursuit of happiness. It assumes that to be happy, one must be successful. However, happiness can exist through times of failure. If success were the only ingredient of happiness, then the world would be exceedingly miserable. Thankfully, if you live long enough, you know firsthand that is just not the case. Now, I'd like to get one thing straight, especially to my fellow high achievers. While success is not a requirement for happiness, happiness does arise from success. Remember that happiness is not a destination, but a state of satisfaction. When we triumph in life, those moments bring us incredible joy. If incentives exist, it's fair to say that we are motivated to create happiness through excellence. So, where does contentment go when we fail? Does it just magically disappear? I think not. Satisfaction is in your head. Ultimately, you determine what makes you happy. For me, happiness comes from supporting the people I love, serving others through my vocation, and enjoying the game of success, whether win or lose. Don't let the destination stop you from defining your source of happiness. Enjoy the satisfaction derived from achievements and remember that you are the creator of happiness. How's it everyone? I'm Michael Kabuko and welcome to another episode of the Love Notes for Life podcast. Happy New Year everyone and welcome to 2023. My book Love Notes for Life is now available on Barnes & Noble with the direct link to purchase in the show notes below. And I must give a big shout out to everyone that pre-ordered the book and for everyone else that plans to purchase the book on launch day. Thank you all for your support and I hope my stories of growth grants you the tools to create your own version of greatness through gratitude. I hope everyone had a great last week of December. As for me, oh boy, it was a busy one, but nonetheless refreshing. Additionally, I took a week off from cutting weight and jumped back on maintenance. Plus. <laughs> Not gonna lie, it felt good to eat at maintenance galleries. On the bright side, my training last week went super smooth and my recovery seemed quicker. However, I did notice some slight decrease in performance, most likely due to some imbalance in my macronutrient spread. But no worries though, because I'm back on track and will be cutting for another few months. Uh, I anticipate March would be a good transition period to maintenance, and then my plan is to go to a lean bulk through summer. That's the thought at least, but we'll have to wait and see how it all plays out. Have a little bit of faith that everything will work out in the end. Faith is an interesting concept, and sometimes it can be misconstrued. To have faith is to have hope that everything will be okay. It opens the space for vulnerability and the idea that hope will get you through whatever you're going through. It also can be viewed as a controversial idea, especially with people that believe that hope and faith is just wishful thinking. Some people would argue that hope is for fools and it will only lead you down a dead-end road. It's the pessimist's favorite word, and cynics would gladly join in on the fun of heckling hopeful individuals. Let's face it, faith gets a bad rap, and there's no doubt about it. But even the most skeptical people still have a bit of it, even if they deny ever using it. It just goes by a different saying. Have a little bit of trust that with intentional effort, everything will work out in the end. 
Faith is about trusting the process and that your actions create the necessary stimulant to achieve your goals. Oftentimes, this is the part that gets left out of the typical thoughts and prayers phrase that gets thrown around so casually. Faith doesn't exist without action. Prayers aren't meant to be called out and then the waiting game begins. No, it's far from that. Prayers and faith are meant to be starting points to open your mind and eyes for clarity and guidance. Years ago, I heard this beautiful parable at church called The Drowning Man. It was a story that stuck with me throughout my childhood, and still to this day, I often think about it whenever I need a little reminder to have a little faith. I'm surprised it doesn't get shared too often because it holds so much value for society. There once was a man that was trapped in his house during a flood. He began to pray to God to rescue him. He had a vision in his head that God's hand would reach down from heaven and lift him up to safety. As the water started to rise in his house, his neighbor came by and said, Hey Bill, looks like your house is starting to look like a swimming pool. I think it's time to go. Can I offer you a ride to safety? The man yelled back, No Fred, it's alright. I'm waiting for God to save me. Okay, if you say so, replied his neighbor as he drove off in his pickup truck. So the man continued to pray and hold on to his vision. As the water began to rise in his house, he had to climb up to the roof. A boat came by with some people heading for safe ground. Sir, it's getting way too dangerous out of here. Let me throw a rope to you so you can grab onto it. No, no, I, I'm doing just fine. It's just a little bit of rain. Uh, I'm still waiting for God to save me. Mister, please be reasonable. I'm alright, I'm alright. Come on, God is almost here. They shook their heads and moved on. The man continued to pray and truly believed that God would arrive any minute now to scoop him up. He was now knee-deep in the water holding on to his roof. Then, throughout the trees, he spotted a helicopter fly by, and a voice came over a loudspeaker. We are with Search and Rescue, and we are here to save you. As the Search and Rescue crew tried to lower a ladder to him, the man brushed it off and said, Do you mind? All that ruckus you're making is going to make it difficult for God to find me. I don't need your help. God is on the way to save me. We don't have that much time left to pick you up, sir. It's now or never. Then go. Off you go. Shoo, shoo. And just like that, within minutes, a rush of water swooped the man off his feet and he drowned. He woke up in a chair, still in his soggy clothes, and spotted God with a smile staring straight back at him. Oh, Bill, my dear Bill. Don't obill me. God, why didn't you save me? I prayed and prayed and I was waiting for you patiently. Where were you and why did you let me drown? God replied, Look, Bill, I sent you a pickup truck, a boat, and a helicopter, and you refused all of them. What else could I possibly do for you? Faith requires intentional action and should not stop at hope. I have faith that everything I'm doing right now will contribute towards my goals. I have hope that even if progress is small and may not be as obvious, there will be a day when clarity will strike. I trust to open my mind and heart to seize the moment when opportunities present themselves. Just like the parable of the drowning man, life will present you with gifts that will help you move towards your goals. In those moments, it is essential to act through awareness. Remember, you are the creator of your own happiness. 
No one is responsible for your well-being aside from yourself. Be accountable for creating peace within the musical chords of your life. I think it's fair to say we all want happiness in our lives. We all want purpose and meaning to propel us forward throughout life. We all desire stronger relationships and a better environment as we navigate through the wilderness of life. We want our needs to be met and live a life of abundant wealth. So in a sense, we cannot deny the fact that we are constantly living on the path of discovery or looking for happiness. However, your greatest discovery will emerge from self-improvement and accomplishing your goals. Take the initiative to level up your well-being to allow greater happiness to flow into your life. For example, if you want to attract better relationships, then aim towards becoming the person you want to be and that others would love to be around. Love emerges through growth, developing your identity and creating a person that radiates with attractive qualities. Confidence attracts happiness and will naturally lead you to a love that will complement your life wholeheartedly. Learn to let go of the chase for happiness to create ample space for the right person to enter your life. Now, for a brief nod to the cynics. While we have the potential to create happiness, we also have the capability to create misery. Your mind is a powerful tool, and it can also play tricks on you if you let external factors disrupt your well-being. Recall the last time you encountered someone that didn't align with your values. It was upsetting, right? Like, how on earth could that person act in an unjustifiable manner and think they were in the right? People like that live to create misery for others, and if we're not careful, we can consume that troubling energy. In those moments, it's vital to identify what's creating tension within our hearts and follow through with a plan of action to decompress the situation. Lastly, do not let the reality of sadness dictate your capability to be happy. We are interesting creatures jam-packed with emotions, and feeling sad is perfectly normal. It's okay to feel down, and it's okay to ask for help. More importantly, it's vital to acknowledge that you're human, and you're capable of a full range of emotions. You're not a machine, and no one should expect that from you. I've learned that the challenges in my life toughened me up, but it also taught me to be sensitive. There is a right time for happiness, and there is a right time to process your emotions off the battlefield of life. So I'd like to close out this episode on box breathing, which is a technique I use when life gets overwhelming. Close your eyes and imagine a square box right in front of you. There are four sides. Top, bottom, left, and right. The top represents breathing in for four seconds, and the bottom represents breathing out for four seconds. The left and right side represents holding your breath for four seconds. Now draw the box with your mind. Top left to top right. Breathe in for four. Top right to bottom right. Hold your breath for four. Bottom right to bottom left. Breathe out for four. Lastly, bottom left to top left. Hold your breath for four. Make sure when you breathe in, you breathe diaphragmatic or breathe from the abdominal to pull in the most oxygen in your lungs. Now let's begin. Breathe in. Hold. 
Breathe out. Hold. Breathe in. Hold. Breathe out. Hold. Now relax and open your eyes. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the Love Notes for Life podcast. I look forward to continuing this conversation of awareness and amplifying greatness through gratitude. And as we enter into 2023, always remember, there is beauty in knowing that there is only one of you. Take care.